Welcome back to another edition of Locked On Longhorns. It's your host, Jonathan Davis, coming to you with the seven spring practice updates. We know the major things coming out of spring practice. First, we're Malik Murphy, four-star true freshman quarterback from California, practicing for the first time. He suffered a severe, as stated by Steve Sarkeesian, a severe ankle injury in his high school state championship game in a victorious effort. He has been injured since then. The ankle is still not 100% healthy, and we know that in spring practices thus far, he has just been watching and soaking it in. Well, on Tuesday, he was able to participate for the first time he is still not able to participate in seven on sevens and 11 on 11s. Sark said he may try to get him in some seven on seven work on Thursday, just depending on how he progresses up until that point. But on Tuesday, he was throwing to receivers, running routes on air, getting a little more comfortable, getting his first spring practice action since spring practices started. So it's good to see Malik Murphy getting some practice action. I think that Malik Murphy has really uh ingratiated himself with the fans one uh because of the talent we know that he has 6'5 220 rocket arm really can make all of the throws and he gives you uh some potential for maybe a future starting quarterback at the 40 acres i've talked to a lot of fans who think that he has a chance to compete for the starting job this year i'm not sure if that'll happen you know with the quarterback battle between hudson card and quinn ewers especially with malik murphy not being 100 percent healthy yet I've talked to a lot of fans who think that he'll be number two on the depth chart by some point in the season. I think that that's a realistic opportunity, especially I could see a scenario where Quinn Ewers wins the job and Hudson Card may or may not uh, decide to transfer out, which he has every right to do to try to go play somewhere else. And then you need a bona fide quarterback number two behind Quinn Ewers. Because we know that quarterback is the most important position on the field. Sark says it's the most important position in sports. Even if you don't believe that, it's definitely the most important position on the football field. And so you need a bona fide number two quarterback behind your quarterback one. And I think Malik Murphy definitely gives you that option. And I think also the fans love him because he represents the intangibles that you look for in a starting quarterback. He's a humble, hardworking kid, never satisfied, always wants to get better. And I think a lot of Lands respected the fact that when Quinn Ewers transferred from Ohio State back to the University of Texas, where he originally committed to out of high school, Malik Murphy decided to stay. He wanted to be coached by Sark. He wanted to come in, compete with Hudson Carr, compete with Quinn Ewers for the starting job. He wanted to come to the University of Texas no matter what. And so he's definitely a fan favorite at the 40 acres. I know fans are excited to be able to see him get back on the practice field. Like I said, I'm not sure if he'll be able to compete for a starting job this year, although he definitely has the talent to be the starting quarterback at the 40 acres. But what he does give you is a legit bona fide backup quarterback option moving forward. Somebody that can come in if your starting quarterback gets hurt or has to miss the game. Somebody that you have confidence in that can make plays and win a game for you. So it's good to see Malik Murphy out there on the field. Also, we know that, you know, the University of Texas is heavily entrenched in the Arch Manning sweepstakes. But if you look at it, say whether Hudson Carter, Quinn Ewer starts for the next couple of years, if you don't get Arch Manning, you still have a very talented quarterback in Malik Murphy, who I think can go out there and be one of the best quarterbacks in the nation on your roster so that's a hell of a contingency plan if you don't get the prodigy in arch manning so good to see uh malik murphy out there practicing throwing the ball uh sark said you know he looked comfortable throwing to receivers he looked comfortable 
passing the ball. Actually, he said, you know, quarterbacks don't throw the ball. They pass the ball. So, you know, Sark is the quarterback genius. I'm going to defer to him on that. But definitely good to see Malik Murphy, you know, out of the boot last week and now passing. Hopefully uh, we can see him in some seven on seven and 11 on 11 work very soon. One thing that came out of Saturday's practices from Joe Cook of Inside Texas and something that we saw, you know, all last year, really in Hudson Carr's time as Longhorn fans, media, just everybody associated with the 40 acres was that at times he definitely struggled with practice, uh, struggle with pressure, excuse me. Um, you know, just kind of being a sitting duck in the pocket, deer in headlights, and just not being able, you know, to overcome the rush or, you know, being able to stand strong in the pocket and make plays. And Sark talked about this in his press conference is that, you know, you have to have that courage to, to stand in there or be able to avoid the rush, make plays, get the ball downfield, continue to move the chains and score points on offense, right? And, you know, he said he's looking at his quarterbacks, right? He doesn't want his quarterbacks looking down at the rush, you know, worried about the pass rush. Oh, there's a 300-pound defender, a 250-pound defender coming at me. But more so being able to have the confidence to stand in the pocket, deliver the ball, and move this Texas offense down the field and be able to score points and take pressure off the defense. Well, out of Saturday's practice where they scrimmaged, it came out that Hudson Carr, that is something that he is still struggling with. And so you would have hoped at this point that that would be a strength uh, for Hudson Carr, but I also think that that's one of those things that's just kind of it's a feel, you know, it's something that you either have or you don't. Of course, with everything in life, you can get better at it the more that you work at it. But I think also there's just certain, you know, intricacies of the quarterback position that you either have or you don't, you know, and so it's tough to hear that, you know, Hudson Carr is still struggling with pressure. Now it is spring practice. So, you know, you have to kind of take everything you hear uh, with a grain of salt. But Hopefully that's something that he can get fixed by the beginning of the season if Sarkeesian decides to make him the starter. But he talked about how both quarterbacks um, are looking good. We've heard that neither quarterback is really separating themselves from each other. Um, and he talked about that. He kind of said that without saying it in his press conference. Um, you know, they're both doing some really good things, but they're also both learning. And he really just wants them to focus on what they have going on that day in the install rather than focusing on the quarterback competition, even though we know, of course, it's in the both the back of their it's in the back of both of their heads. So um, once again, neither quarterback really separating themselves from each other. We know that, you know, Quinn Ewers is showing the talent, but he still has a long way to go because he has so much to learn. And then we know Hudson Card, he has the advantage over Quinn Ewers because he's been in the system longer. But there's still some things that he hasn't shown yet that Sark would like to see before he can confidently make him the starter. So neither quarterback is separating themselves from each other at this point, which I think hugely benefits Quinn Ewers. I think most people, um, you know, would consummate that Quinn Ewers has more natural talent than, than Hudson Card. And I think from a fan base standpoint, a media standpoint, just most people, we've seen the Hudson Card movie before. And I'm not saying that Hudson Card should not be the starter, but I'm saying if you've seen the Hudson Card movie before and you're still seeing some things that concern you, especially not being able to handle pressure in the pocket, and Quinn Ewers, you know, is – still has so much more room to go because he's learning the offense, learning the system, just getting familiar with Sark, what he wants to emphasize on offense, the concepts, how to make the reads and different things like that. I think it definitely sets up a path for Quinn Ewers being the starting quarterback in the fall if Hudson Carr can't come in and blow him out the water in the quarterback competition, which it seems like he has not been able to do yet. Coming up next, some more spring practice updates here on Locked On Longhorns. Hungry? Try Built Bar, especially the pups. 
you haven't, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting bars. Puffs are a fan favorite with incredible flavors like yummy cinnamon churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie. Mm, these are going to be so good. At Built Bar, they are all about the taste. They make it taste delicious first and then figure out how to make it healthy. And I don't know how, but they pull it off every time. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. So an important position change, Jaden Hullaby, linebacker out of Mansfield Timberview High School. He played some linebacker, played some running back, even played a little bit of quarterback at Mansfield Timberview. Well, he has been moved from the linebacker room to the running back room. Now, this is a very interesting change. We know as Longhorn fans, media, everybody associated with this Texas football team, that running back is probably the, the deepest and most talented group at the University of Texas. Jordan Whittington tweeted that the uh, Texas has the best, best running back room in the country. Starts with B. John Robinson, uh, the Heisman hopeful. So I don't think he was lying there. I definitely think we have one of, if not, the best running back rooms in the country. So it's interesting to see linebacker Jaden Hullaby move over to the running back side. Now, um, you know, there was probably a tough path to him getting some playing time at the linebacker position. He in 2020, he played two games in 2021. He redshirted. And I think they really like what they're seeing from the uh, linebacker position right now, even with Luke Brockermeyer returning from a torn ACL and not having been able to practice yet. But they said Jalen Ford has stepped up in that leadership position at middle linebacker. He's played really well. Devin Richardson, they like what they have behind him. And they've been rotating in first team reps. David Benda and DeMarvion Overshawn, who have had really good uh, spring practices so far. So I don't think that they saw a path um, and maybe neither did Jaden uh, to him playing uh, linebacker at the 40 acres. And so they moved him over to the running back position. Once again, we've talked about how deep this group is, not even with Bijan, but you have Roshan Johnson, who is the leader of the team and is really explosive. We saw what he was able to do going for 179 yards uh, with that kind of wildcat, you know, system offense against Kansas State. We know um, about Jonathan Brooks. Once again, um, you know, just prayers up to him for losing his father. He was able to return uh, back to practices. We know how talented Jaden Blue is, a freshman running back out of Houston. I'm not sure how much he practiced on Tuesday. Um, he was seen kind of with Troy O'Meary off to the side, dealing with some type of injury and so Jaden Hullaby came in and got the fifth uh, reps in order as far as the running backs as far as a path to what I see Sark doing with him I'm not sure exactly I don't see him just getting a, a lot of carries but obviously they're interested in something for moving him to that running back position a lot of people have mentioned maybe um, a h-back type you know blocking role and I, I think that that's where you're going to see him the most you know you bring him in maybe on the goal line maybe in the red zone um, and, and Sark utilizes him as somebody that could obviously carry the ball in the end zone, but also be a lead blocker for either one of your running backs. We talked about after Saturday's spring practice that they were doing a lot of tight end screens. Maybe that's something you can do with him, you know, kind of flex him out, throw it to him on a tight end screen or have him be one of the lead blockers for JT Sanders or Jaleel Billingsley. Um, but also, you know, if you're not getting, um, you know, the blocking out of them that you would like to see, then that's something you can utilize him as well. You know, put him out there on situations where you know you're going to run and maybe threaten the defense, whether it's a run or pass, and just have him out there running. You know, he could be a lead blocker at running back. You know, they could play, um, you know, a traditional, um, you know, kind of I formation backfield and put him at fullback in front of Bijan, Roshan, you know, Keelan, 
um, Jaden Blue, you know, Jonathan Brooks. So um, a lot of different ways to utilize him. And we know if anybody can do it, it's definitely Steve Sarkeesian. So an interesting position change there. And I'll be interested to see how they utilize Jaden Hullaby moving from linebacker to H-back, running back, moving forward. Once again, I think it'll be in kind of a lead blocker role, somebody that you can definitely um, use in different packages kind of surprise the defense, throw the ball to a couple times um, in that tight end screen, H-back, fullback, um, goal line situations. Definitely a big body that you can give the ball to, but also a big body that could block for the best running back room in the country. Coming up next, some more spring practice updates from you for your seventh spring practice for your Texas Longhorns football team. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30, 50, or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in there. How did you hear about us box so they know we sent you? Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. All right, so some more spring practice updates. We talked about how Jaden Hullaby moved to the running back position. Um, Jaden Blue, um, at least while the media was there, uh, was spotted off to the side with Troy O'Meary and a few other players dealing with some type of injury. So hopefully um, it is not serious and he'll be able to continue um to practice moving forward so we talked about the quarterbacks uh you know we talked about you know the running backs a little bit at tight end jaleel billingsley and jt sanders continue to get first team reps we saw at the beginning of practices that gunner helm was threatening for those first team reps i think that at the beginning and even sark might have mentioned this um in his press conference a few press conferences back that they liked what they had a little bit in, in gunner helm as far as being a complete tight end a little bit more at that point um, but it looks like jt sanders and jaleel billingsley have really came on we know the threats that they pose in the receiving game at least i'm not sure where they are as blockers and how comfortable sark is and putting them out there um on a consistent basis right now but we know that you know like i said as far as how much of a threat they are in the passing game. It is no surprise to see Jaleel Billingsley and JT Sanders having good springs and the things that they can do with him. We talked about after Saturday's practice, how Jaleel Billingsley caught a wheel route touchdown over JD Coffey and how JT Sanders, they were using him a lot in the tight end screen and they were getting a lot of production out of that, but also being able to throw the ball down the field to them. And we know that um, this season, probably because I feel like Texas has such a strong receiving core and Jordan Whittington, who Sark mentioned in his press conference, has looked really good and been one of the stars of the spring thus far. Isaiah Nair and Xavier Worthy, they're probably not going to be in 12 personnel as much as they were last year with the two tight ends, just because you want to be able to utilize those receivers and exploit all of those matchups you have naturally with so many playmakers there. But still the foundation of Sark's offense and, you know, just a, a way to win in college football is dominating in the trenches and being able to block up front. And they give you if they're able to block. They give you so many options to do that with the play action pass. One, just running the ball with B. John Robinson, then being able to block. But two, 
the play action pass and being able, you know, to get out on routes um, and, and kind of, you know, freeze defenders and, you know, just give them so much to account for with two tight ends. Plus, you know, the receivers are on the field. Plus, you know, running backs like Keelan, uh, Roshan or Bijan Robinson coming out of the backfield. And then your quarterback just being able to pick and choose, uh, you know, where they are with the ball, being the point guard with the ball and getting the ball to the playmakers, moving the chains, getting, uh, you know, moving the offense down the field and being able to score points. And once again, taking pressure off a defense that wasn't great last year, but is looking better and better in spring practices thus far. So continuing to hear good things about the tight ends, but I know we all know what they can do in the passing game. The question that we have as, you know, Longhorn fans and people associated with the team is how able, how well they'll be able to block moving forward and what that'll do to open up this offense in the run game and the play action passing game on the defensive side. Sark talked about um, in his press conference at the edge. Um, well, really in the defensive tackles up front. So they've been experimenting uh, with some three-man looks up front, mostly uh, with Alfred Collins, uh, Keandre Coburn, and Byron Murphy at times, uh, Tavondre Sweat, just really trying to do some some different things up front um, to, one, match the personnel, but try to be more multiple on, on defense. Sark talked about in his press conference how, you know, they don't want to just come out in, in one look or, you know, be able to have offenses get a read on them. Um, and be able to move the ball on them because they know what they're going to be able to do. So they've been experimenting with more 3-3-5, three, three, uh, three-man fronts up front, trying to see um, how they can kind of collapse uh, those three defenders in the front and dominate in the run game and be disruptive. That's something that came out of Saturday's practice, that they were really dominating um, in the run game. And then also how they can utilize that uh, to bring kind of different exotic pressures. You know, Sark talked about, you know, he feels that they can still – be able to get pressure with a three-man front, not a traditional four-man front, and how they utilize different people. They've even talked about um, kind of, you know, putting OV, who I think has been one of the, the stars of spring practice as well, and probably their most consistent edge so far, um, kind of putting him at that stack linebacker in, in that 3-3-5. Um, as opposed to like a traditional four two five, as we've seen before. So um, definitely something that they're looking at uh, right there, the three-man front and how they're able to get pressure at the quarterback with that three-man front and then also, um, you know, dominate in the run game as far as the run defensive side. He talked about Justice Finkley and Baron Sorrells. Have they, you know, done some really good things so far? He said he wouldn't put them on the level of OV yet, who he thinks has kind of put it all together. But he thinks that, you know, Baron Sorrells and Justice Finkley have flashed at times, but also have times have shown hesitation. And he said that that's not surprising for young players, but he wants them to just go out there, you know, play loose, play free and be able to dominate. And I think as the spring uh, continues to go on the summer and then into the fall, uh, that's something that, you know, he'll be able to. Um, they'll be able to do as they get more comfortable at their time at the 40 acres. We know that they have the talent, Justice Finkley, a beast out of Alabama. Once again, they've been comparing Baron Sorrells uh, to a young Alex Okafor, and they like the way that he uses his hands. So I think eventually, um, you know, they'll be able to, you know, be more consistent on the edge and be someone that, you know, Pete Krakowski and Gary Patterson can really trust Bo Davis, can really trust to get after the quarterback. I think that outside of Ovi, they like what, even with Ovi, they like what they have on the edge, but they really don't have a dominant player yet. And so um, we kind of heard out of practices so far that the pass rush isn't where they want it to be. And so I think that they're hoping by the time that the season comes around, somebody on the other side of Ovi um, can kind of step up and dominate and pass rush can be a strength. 
for this football team. As far as the defensive backs, pretty much the same as what we've hearing. Uh, Ryan Watts and Deshaun Jameson got first team reps. The Terrence Brooks looked really good. Um, Ryan Watts looked really good. Uh, at the press conference, they asked if Ryan Watts was the best cover corner. And of course, Sark had to, you know, stay away from just saying yes. Um, but he talked about, you know, it's different and, and, and people, um, you know, bring different problems to the offense. But he talked about his length and, you know, he's been one of the superstars of spring practice. We know that. And of course, uh, Jade Barron, um, he's gotten work at corner and, and that nickel, but really at nickel, uh, he's been a superstar. He's been more vocal. Anthony Cook talked about him breaking out. Jordan Whittington talked about breaking out. So once again, they're doing some different things on this defense schematically, but also moving some people around uh, just to try to see how they can, one, uh, plug up those holes in the run game and making sure uh, that they're not giving up big runs there. And then also finding different ways um, to be able to generate a pass rush and, and make sure that they're uh, you know, putting pressure on the quarterback. This is a team that had 20 sacks last year. This was not a strength for this football team at all. And then lastly, Sark talked about in his, his press conference, which is something all of the fans want to see, that he wants to be tighter in coverage. He wants to be tighter in coverage um, because, one, he wants to have the quarterback hold that ball a little bit longer um, and be able to give the pass rush more time to get there. But also um, he wants to be tighter in coverage because he doesn't want to give up easy completions. You know, we saw sometimes – uh, last year, quarterbacks were able to just, you know, get the ball out there to the receivers and march down the field. And that's frustrating when you're watching because you're like, get up on the, you know, uh, receiver, you know, press up on and make a play, you know, stop making it so easy. And so that's something that Sark mentioned as a point of emphasis in his press conference. I definitely think they have the personnel to do that with some, you know, long, uh, physical, hungry corners and Jalen Gilbo, Terrence Brooks and Ryan Watts. And I definitely think Deshaun Jameson has shown things. Um, in the spring at times that show that he's able uh, to, you know, be on the field and maybe have a better season than he did last year in coverage. So some really good things coming out of the seventh spring practice. We'll have more for you uh, tomorrow on Thursday's episode after the eighth spring practice, but this defense is progressing along. The offense is progressing along and it's really good to see Malik Murphy back on the field. Thank you, Longhorn Nation, for tuning in to another episode of Locked On Longhorns, your daily number one source for all things Texas athletics, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Peace.